All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Squats are both a compound and a functional exercise, which means they're a must for you fit folks out there. So in today's episode, let's look at five of my favorite squat variations that can liven up the boring old standard squat. You've likely heard me, or other people like me, toss around the term functional movement. In a nutshell, functional movements are just exercises that relate to movements that we do in our daily lives. Walking, lifting, bending down to pick things up, carrying objects, you know, stuff like that. Unless you're training for something with a very particular variety of movements, like dance or rock climbing or hockey or swimming, functional movement exercises are the most beneficial ones that you can train because they're immediately applicable to your everyday life. Now, performing squats, or simply squatting, is one of the most important functional movements that you can do. Movements such as walking, going up and down the stairs, sitting down and standing up, picking things up off the floor are all aided by an increased ability to squat. And, of course, in return, those movements help to increase our squatting ability. Practicing the squat movement both strengthens the muscles in your lower limbs and improves your mobility in the knee, the hip, and the pelvic floor. But, as I said in a podcast episode called 5 Plus Benefits of Squatting and How to Prepare, if you have been wearing shoes with any type of heel and spending much of your day sitting in a chair, it's entirely likely that you are not currently capable of performing the squat motion in a way that doesn't create pressure in certain joints and also causes pain. So I encourage you, go back to that episode and the article that accompanies it at quickanddirtytips.com getfitguy and make sure you prepare yourself before you listen any further. Now, for those of you who are ready to continue, let's talk about how not all squats are created equal. The most common ways to vary the squat exercise is by making changes to the width of our stance, our foot placement angle, our hip depth, and by, of course, adding some extra loads or weights. These alterations create different techniques that lead to different loading conditions and different movements. These variations create many different and also fun ways to perform the mighty squat, but all these different movements also create many different opinions among the therapists, coaches, and squatting experts about which squat exercise you should be doing. In my opinion, that question is flawed. Like I always say, the more the merrier. Just not too many too soon. 
Now, before we get into the variations, a word of advice for you novice squatters. A 2018 study, creatively named How to Squat, effects of various stance widths, foot placement angles, and level of experience on knee, hip, and trunk motion and loading, uh, concluded, and I quote, since limb alignment as well as range of motion of the lower extremities and the lumbar curvature are dependent on foot placement angles, the exact squat protocol should be chosen wisely, where caution should be taken when performing squats in extreme positions. Now, this all boils down to the advice that novice squatters should stick to a narrow stance width with a small foot angle. But I will add in here that as you get stronger and more comfortable with the squatting motion, well, the world is your squat rack. So, okay, let's break a few of the most popular variations down right after I give the standard PSA. Just like any new movement, proficiency takes time to develop. If you try some of these variations or you stick to just the basics and experience pain or discomfort, I suggest that you have a qualified coach evaluate your form and your technique, or if you've had some knee or hip or pelvic floor issues in the past, you may want to see a licensed physiotherapist or a sport doc before you proceed. A good workout can certainly create muscle soreness, but it should not create pain. Okay? Okay, let's dive in. And the first variation is, well, not a variation at all. It's body weight squats. This should be your go-to most favorite everyday squat. It is the most functional and it requires zero exercise equipment. And unless you're wearing a particularly restrictive pair of pants, you can do these anytime and anywhere. So we'll start in what we will call your basic squat form with your feet hip width apart, and your feet in a mostly parallel position. Then squat down as far as you comfortably can go or until your knees reach a 90 degree angle. Aim to keep your shins perpendicular to the floor by keeping your weight on your heels. I'd like to tell my clients to start the squatting movement by sticking their butt out behind them. Then start bending your knees and relaxing your pelvis. And here's a pro tip. To help you maintain a flat back throughout the exercise and to stop your knees from tracking beyond your toes, you can do your squats facing a wall. And then if you face plant into the wall or you bash your knees into the wall, well, you'll know you need to adjust your form. Now we get into the variations and the first one is the sumo squat. You may also know this one as a plie if you have a dance or a bar class background like I do. For this one, your feet are placed wider than hip width apart and your feet are angled outward, slightly like a duck. Concentrate on keeping your shins perpendicular to the floor and your back flat and straight. No hunching allowed in any of these variations. Now, unlike the basic squat, your knees will be pointing outward at the same angle as your toes. This is going to get your inner thighs more involved in the movement. And if you haven't done these before, don't get carried away. Even if you've been doing the basic squat for a while, this inner thigh involvement can activate some previously dormant stabilizer muscles. Now, here's a pro tip. 
In this variation, you will need to push through your heels and focus on using your glutes, not just your thighs as you stand back up. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Now the next variation is the split squat or the Bulgarian split squat. The split squat involves the same muscles as the regular old squat. Still, since this one uses a single leg for its foundation, it builds significant functional strength that transfers very well to some solid walking, hiking, and running power. Now split squats are also a challenge for your balance, which is a big reason why I include them in my exercise regimen. Now, if you read my article that's called Going Barefoot and Eight Other Ways to Improve Your Balance, which you can find a link to over at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy, you'll know that balance isn't something that we should take for granted. Now, back to the split squat. To set yourself up for a split squat, stand normally and take a long step forward like you would if you were about to do a lunge. Allow the heel of your back foot to come off the ground. Then, keeping your trunk nice and upright and your front shin perpendicular to the floor, lower yourself until your back knee almost touches the floor. Now you can pause there for a second and then push your body back up to the starting position. Now, to make this movement Bulgarian, raise your back foot up onto a bench or a chair. But beware, because your back leg and your lower back are essentially taken out of the picture by raising your foot up, your body weight goes directly into your hips. This adds more weight to your front leg and places a new level of importance on your balance. Now, if you have trouble balancing, you can hold on to a chair or the wall until you feel more stable. I mean, safety first, everybody. Now here's a pro tip for this one. Make sure both knees stay in line with your toes. Because one foot is more visible than the other, you may want to stand in front of a mirror just to make sure you're keeping your alignment nice and straight. Now the next variation is the pulse and plyometric squats or squat jumps. Start this one off like you're doing a good old basic squat. When you get to the bottom of your squat, Push yourself back up to the halfway point, then quickly lower yourself back down again. Then repeat this small but meaningful movement for a while until you feel the burn. Now once you've been doing this 
pulse squat for a few weeks, you can try a plyometric or a squat jump and really get your heart rate through the roof. This is a good one. So you start the same way you did the pulse squat, but instead of only coming up halfway, you push yourself up and off the ground, exploding upward with all the power you can muster. Then land softly through your feet and immediately start the next squat jump. Now, this movement will soften the blow of gravity on your airborne self. Now, as soon as you're at the bottom of the squat movement, blast up into the air again and repeat. Here's a pro tip for this one. Focus on controlling each part of the movement of these squats. Your squatting form gets more and more important the more complicated the squat gets, so don't lose focus. All the alignment tips I've mentioned previously apply here. And the next variation is the pistol squat. Now, most of the squats that I've covered so far have been pretty easy to explain, but the pistol squat is kind of tricky. So I encourage you to go and check out a video from the calisthenics master himself, Al Cavadlo, to see how it is done properly. And I'll embed the video in the show notes for this episode, once again, at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy. But I'm going to try to explain it here. Now, because most of us lack the strength and the balance to go straight into a pistol squat, here's how I would advise you to start working on this movement. Start sitting down in a chair with one foot flat on the ground and the other one extended out in front of you. As you start to stand up onto the one foot, reach your arms out in front of you while simultaneously pressing your foot into the ground. Focus on keeping your core strong and stable. Then, at the top of the movement, you should be standing on one foot with your arms and your one leg pointing out in front of you, I guess kind of like a pistol maybe? <laughs> Take a second to check your balance and then lower yourself slowly back into the chair. And again, in the video that I'll embed in the show notes, Al shows you exactly how to do this. So I encourage you to check that out. And here's a pro tip. If you find that you lack the strength to lower yourself back down to the chair and you plop down instead, well, don't worry about it. But make it your goal to control your descent and do not attempt a full pistol squat without the chair until you can control the movement all the way up and all the way down. Now, before I wrap up, you're probably wondering, how many reps and sets should I do, Brock? And should I throw in some weights here and there? Well, depending on your experience with these movements, your current fitness level, your current hip and knee mobility, and your fitness goals, you can choose your own number of sets and reps. You may even choose to add some weights to these squat variations, but be careful and ease into it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I would rather you waste a workout by using too low a weight or too few reps than have you end up in pain for days or worse, injured. So instead of prescribing you the standard three sets of 15 reps with 20 pounds in each hand, which is pretty standard, I'm going to trust that you can and will start slowly with a few body weight only squats and then do some experimenting and arrive at the perfect workout for you at your current fitness level and comfort level. Don't just listen to the expert on the internet, listen to your body. 
In my next episode, I'm going to dive into a thing called traveling rings that you may have seen on some beaches in California or Scotland. It's going to be a good one. Now, Get Fit Guys, written, narrated, and audio produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. Our team also includes Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and our fearless leader, Kathy Doyle. Now, I haven't mentioned it in a while, but you can find me on social media and you can ask me questions, you can suggest topics for future episodes, whatever you like. I'm GetFitGuy on Facebook and on Twitter, and you can also find me on Instagram as BrockArm, that's Brock Armstrong shortened, and you can always find all the links to everything at quickanddirtytips.com getfitguy, or you can look me up at brockarmstrong.com. Now... What are you waiting for? Get out there and have some fun with your squats.